Welcome to Chakra Chatter Stephen, powered by Chakra Yoga Studio CDO. A lighthearted and fun side of Chakra Chat. New episodes every Saturday. Hello everyone, good evening and welcome to your Chakra Chat. So thank you so much guys for supporting Chakra Yoga Studio. And today is a very special Chakra Chat. Kasi ano siya, hindi siya hapon. Usually it's in the afternoon and it's our Friday habit guys. And for tonight, it's going to be a special guest. Kasi we will be discussing about Manipura or the Solar Plexus Chakra and really focusing on embodiment. And we all know that Manipura is associated with fire and the power of transformation. And then the solar plexus is the third primary chakra according to the Vedic tradition. And then Manipura translates from Sanskrit as the city of jewels. So it is also associated with the color yellow. And this chakra is where your power, self-confidence manifests. And then we will know later kung ano ba talagang solar plexus and how important it is, especially how we can connect with embodiment. And for this evening, joining with me, I'm so honored, guys, because finally, um, it's the universe nag-align talaga for this, for this guest. Um, she's one of a senior teacher na dati parang, oh my God, during the global holidays, <laughs> I know that there's really something with the guest, our guest for tonight. And also, um, our guest is time, timely then because International Women's Month celebration for March. And our topic is about embodiment. So what is really the embodiment? So we will figure it out later. Ano ba talaga siya? And learning about yourself, your body, your core wounds and shadow side. And then especially, what is it felt in the body? And also, um, that embodiment is about mind-body arts and what we, need to, uh, what we need to know about this. It is also your truth. So, so much for that. Um, before I introduce our guest, our guest is the founder of Anamkara Manila, a home yoga studio focused on cultivating self-awareness that leads to self-reliance and critical thinking toward an integrated and balanced body, mind, and spirit. She is a firm believer in the community as a source of strength and power, an embodied mystic, a poet, a visionary that uses all of her life experiences as her tools to elevate consciousness, a practicing and teaching Kundalini yoga prayer and meditation teacher, cosmic octave gong player, and other sound healing instruments. She is also a mantra artist, and she is um, cultivating, maximizing every moment of her human life. She's determined to embody the teachings she deemed to be true. She has been teaching in the Philippines for the last nine years and actively involved with the geriatric care of the mother who is now 89 years old. And she believes that there's only love despite misinterpretations. I'm so honored to welcome you to our Chakra Chat teacher. Marisa Harnad. Hi, teacher. Thank you, Chakra Studio. How are you? I'm good. Thank happy you so Friday. much. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Yeah. Happy Friday. And happy International Women's Month. Oh, happy International Women's wow, Month. Wow, men's men. Month. 
All right. Let's begin. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank you for all your efforts. Next time, we'll have a complete panel of all my friends and all the other teachers. We would And love we can to. just completely launch this and you can we can get ideas. Maybe we'll do that in a couple of months or so. Yeah, why anyway, not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll help you organize it. Anyway, so we begin with TuneIn, the power of sound. Why? Because in the beginning was the word. And what's behind the word is the, the sound. So let's rub our hands together. The tune-in is Ong Namo Gurudev Namo. Let's tune in. These are your antennas. When they say the planets are inside you, they meant that. What your fingers do, your brain translates. So if I'm moving my fingers like this, Neuronets are, neurotransmitters are moving, right? And the body, let's begin with that. The body is organic. So anything you see, you hear, you smell, you touch, you taste, the five senses grows inside you from the, that's what they mean by from the inside out. So if you're, other than just ingesting the food, right? It grows inside you. So you're, if you're ingesting dead, the death, the fear, when you consume that meat before it gets slaughtered, you're ingesting that. It's bad enough that you're fearful of other things because we're conditioned. Now, if you ingest that, so it highlights that, it amplifies, it's neither good nor bad. With awareness, now you get an aha. Right there is the enlightenment. The embodiment part would be, oh, now I know better. Maybe I'll chill. Now you become it from here to actually breathing into it. We'll talk about that in the elements of breath. We want to start with Om Namo Gurudev Namo. Just, just twice. Just twice would be good. And then... Roll your shoulders up and roll your shoulders down. Bolt your pelvic floor on the ground and pull the spine up, vertebra by vertebra. When we chant the Aum, it's basically I call on my higher self. I call on that self that I, I think exists, that guides me throughout my lifetime. I call on what's holy within me what is sacred. When we chant the Ong, we want to be able to embody the sound in our body. You know how I love this about Filipinos when we like to belt music. Oh, and you're literally shaking. That's the embodiment. Why is the sound so important? Because your body hears you. So if you could eat it, it sounds... Other people would chant it, Ong Namo Gurudev Namo, Ong Namo Gurudev Namo. That's from my throat. Now, when you engage your navel, you inhale. On the inhalation, the breath goes from through the nose at the back, all the way to the back of your spine. On the exhalation, it comes out to the front channel of your body. And you can bring it out through your navel, through your heart, through your throat, 
through your third eye or through the top of your head. So those are the visuals. So in, back, it loops all the way to the root and it comes all the way back, root, sacral, navel, throat, third eye. And this particular, in this particular breath, we got first two breaths, let's do the whistling breath. Inhale to the nose. Hold, press the palms together. Press the root chakra, contract it, just gently. And allow the breath to come up through you. Whistling breath, signaling your parasympathetic nervous system that you've arrived where you are. One more time. Close the root. Allow the energy to come up. Chakra by chakra. Exhale. Now, when we begin to chant the Om Namo Guru Dev Namo, I call on the highest self that I deem exists, that I believe exists, and guides me through my life. Try to do this with, um, try to, the way that mantra works is, um, the sound comes out through you, and then you have to be receptive when it comes back to you. You get that? You exert to give It comes out and then it comes back. You, re, you exert to give, you relax to receive. Isn't that a wonderful technique? All right, let's do it. You chew on the Ong Namo and then you set the intention of I bow on the highest self that breathes through me, that is breathing through me. Inhale. Om Namo Gurudev Namo Om Namo Gurudev Namo Last one. And inhale. Push your belly way out. Occupy every part of yourself. Lower the shoulders. Pull the spine up. Press the palms together. Close the root, gently. Pull the energy up slowly. Up, up through the throat. When you get to your throat, press the tongue roof of the mouth. Keep your palms pressed in, pressed together. Center. And exhale, relax. And bring your hands down. We're going to do Sare Sasa, the beginning of all mantras. We're only going to do it for two minutes. 
So Sam, you'll time it for two minutes. And then when the music stops, I will. I've been meditating on Sarasasa, the Antarnad Mantra. It's the beginning of all sound. So before you even start meditating, uh, chanting, you must master this particular mantra. But what I love about it is it's pretty old. Kalmado ka na. So, the, we call this celestial communications. So, basically, you're moving ever so slightly. We're working on the subtle body, right? So, your palms will be, you are actually following the rhythm of your chakras. So, sare sasa, sare sasa. Sare sasa sarang. It opens. Then it closes into a bud. Harare, 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 And you pull it back into your diaphragm. Harerang. Sare sasa, sare sasa. This comes together. Sare sasa sarang. Harare, 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 harare. Got it? It's so beautiful. You will not, it, 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 the words don't teach. You have to actually do it. So basically, you're just following the energetic flow of the chakras. And by the time you get here, from here, you open like a bud. So it looks like this. Yeah? Looks like this. The thumbs are connected, and this is connected. Two minutes of this will change your electromagnetic field. You, you go tell me what happens to you, right? And then you come and collapse it, and you come down, 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 you come down. You turn, and you pull in the energy towards your navel. Yeah? Imagine that this, um, when I was in, the, in 18 years ago, <laughs> the teacher used to laugh and say, this will give you grace you don't deserve. And this will give you abundance or credits in your lifetime that you don't even deserve. I thought I like that, but you will enjoy it. Sare Sasa. Repeat after me. Sare Sasa. 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 Sarang. 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 Hare re, hare hare. Hare re, hare hare. Hare re, hare hare, hare rang. Hare re, hare hare, hare rang. So it's like playing with words, right? Yeah. But it's actually the phonetics. Sare sasa, sare sasa. Sare sasa sarang. Hare re, hare hare, hare re, hare hare. Hare re, hare hare, hare rang. That one, I try to do the arm and contain it, contain it, but move the tongue. Sara, ra, ra. Sare, sare. That's the power of the mantra, the phonetics. You don't, the least you understand it, the less you get intellectual about it the more it works for you. Now, this movement will encourage you activation of your heart and the activation of the Kundalini energy. Well, that's 
so much to talk about. So let's do this. All right, ready? Coming to prayer mudra. Sam, ready? Let's go. Contain the energy. Contain it. Your tongue enunciate. Inhale. Hare 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 Hare
last time in here. And inhale. Hold. Squeeze the rectum sex organs navel. Press the palms. And exhale, palms here. Long and deep, deep breathing. Be present in the moment. Feel the wind, feel everything around you. And open your eyes. So that's a sample of your own sound. They call sound is the medicine of the future. Did you feel a shift? How do you feel? Like, I feel light. Because <laughs> you said a while ago, na agitated or something. And then during the whole process, uh, I was really being present. And then right now, it's different. And uh, I think I have tears in the love bucket. It's so beautiful because joy is born from the heart, the cosmic heart and the physical heart. So in the beginning, you know, through the traumas and all these things, all that excavation, all the hero's journey that must bring, that must be brought forth. In reality, you are your own hero. You are saving you. I can't save you. I have to retrieve me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, eventually, all the tears of pain, all the shame, the guilt, it becomes ananda, which is joy. And, you know, like when you arrive at the most sacred part of you, it wells up. It's a cleansing, a detoxification of the cells. It's a prism, so it can be gratitude. It can be devotion. When you touch something holy within you. That's why I practice. That's what yoga has brought me. Yeah. Oh my God. It's kind of weird. <laughs> with how I feel. The difference on the first part and then during the meditation. That's why, um, you know, and Kundalini Yoga, we don't say, you can call it whatever, right? Yeah. However, yeah, yeah. I, it just, it just, I, I got indoctrinated and I bought it lock, stock and barrel. I, I wanted to buy it. You know, they said, this is what we do. And I looked at it. I did my research. I said, like what you do, I'm buying it. I'm practicing it. So they taught me Sat Nam, meaning Sat. If you research it, it means truth. Nam means name. So... We say Satnam way before we don't say hello because in etymology, hello 
Like, oh, I'm not going back there. I just came from there. <laughs> so, we say, Satnam, in an effort to speak the truth, whatever it is, my perceived truth, that ever moving moment of truth. So, Satnam. And then when we say, Wahe Guru, Wahe Guru, like, wow. Guru meaning from darkness into light. Wahe. As I said, I bought it. I don't leave the world of mantras. It, it literally shifts my perspective. I've worked with it. And when I turn it off, I can hear the, the noise of the world. So if let's say we went out. When I first came back here, my bag, everywhere we went, my bag would always have the mantras playing. Like, yeah. that's not the mantra. And he goes, why do you play it? I said, who? I don't know who you are. I don't know who they are. <laughs> protection like, yeah yes and and for blessing True. you bless the space that you walk in embodiment when your personality and your life purpose comes into alignment you become embodied it becomes you you are no longer separate when i first started with the yoga i moved out from the 3D that we, we didn't call it 3D. We had no name for it. We just called it the world. And now you call it 3D, <laughs> there's 5D. Right? Yeah, and a lot of it. <laughs> so we just called it like, okay, the suits and the whatever, or in AA, because I was also in AA, the normies or whoever went to work. When I left that world, I said, well, I'm done. I've done it for 25 years. I am on my 20th year of the spiritual path. Yeah. I am on my ninth year here. So 11 years of that was America. Yeah. Mm. And 11 years of training. Five years of dark nights of the soul. And then more training. Was that, uh, <laughs> the beginning was just a teacher training. The yeah. beginning was... I'm going to go to yoga. Mm -hmm. Brings me a little bit of peace. And then I saw these turbinators. I'm like, well, you look like angels. That will do for me. And they had a community. I said, well, that's okay. You know, I went to Bikram. I was butt naked in swimsuit and all. Uh -uh. And I love the mantras of the Kundalini yogis. And it kept changing. It's not the same class every time. For someone with an ADD then, that was good for me. That I didn't have to repeat, repeat, repeat the same thing. And it got me strong. That's how I valued community. Because... All right. I, I now get it. Okay. And you cannot teach without experience. You begin with the book. And then you walk it. You have an idea. And then you breathe into it. I mean, one of my favorite stories is I saw a post of one of my girlfriends. And she posted her, it's, she's now em, empty nest. And she posted her children, three of them, who are now in their 20s. 22, 23, 24, 25. And she said, where did the time go? I said, look at them. You literally breathe into them when your personality 
and your purpose aligns. Voila, your children. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm I'm still kind of in awe. But thank you so much for that experience, Teach. And we will now go to what is really our topic. And for my first question, um, what is really the meaning of embodiment and why it is important in our culture, especially right now? <clears throat> Let's talk about the pink elephant in the room. Okay, <laughs> let's begin with the pink go, go, elephant go. because there will not be who oh, pink elephant. <laughs> there will not be anything that will move forward without the pink elephant being discussed. Why is it important? Why is embodiment important? Because our culture is born of hypocrisy and deadma. We have this term of deadma. And then the millennials came up with scene zone, right? Or herd zone. They just look at it and you, don't, you ignore it. It's like seeing someone being killed or the beggars and pretending not to see them. Right. Going about your way. Yeah. Well, I read something amazing today. I'll read it. I, I, you know, I was, um, I've been looking for a job and they've been teaching me all these apps and it's so amazing. Um, it, it, this is really, really fantastic when I read something today. Hold on. When you are running away from your feelings. Oh, it's so beautiful. Can you still see me even if I, my screen is off? Even if my screen is different? Yeah, I, I, I can see you. Okay, fabulous. Sure, yeah. You know, sometimes I'm just like so awed with um, embodiment is feeling enough to care. It is what makes us more human. It is what brings our vision into physical manifestation. So from the intellect, it becomes intelligence. And that is embodiment. That you literally become that thing, that belief. You say you're courageous, you become courageous. You do courageous things. You say courageous things. And when I said that I believe, I don't, I don't believe, I, I know that love is all there is despite our misunderstandings. I meant that. You know, we like to deceive ourselves. And it has cost us. It has cost our Filipino people <laughs> the storytelling, the lies we tell ourselves has brought us to our knees. How old are you? Let's say you're in your late 30s, early 40s? Uh, I'm early 30, to late 20s. I'm 35. Turning 36 right. next month. Yeah. So that's like millennial Gen X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Simon Sinek had a thing about 
the millennials, I posted it on my wall, which is quite revealing. Look at the state of affairs and with the technology that has happened, we don't have the accountability. You cannot be embodied. Well, you can be embodied. You're embodied anyway. You are embodied anyway. But do you have the awareness? You know, you could be your lower self. You're embodying that. What, whatsoever it is you're breathing into, you are embodying. Well, this one, this time, it's important for our culture to break through the psychosis the hypnosis, the global hypnosis and the psychosis of hypocrisy and telling ourselves lies. The band-aids that we put, the sugar, the little stories we tell in the name of humor and we hurt others. I think that negates our humanity. Super true. I agree to that. And, you know, it puts us in suffering. It prolongs our suffering unnecessarily. And I love also that you mentioned a while ago about love and then the misinterpretation and how you, you know, you translate that to wisdom. So I want to know more, Teacher Marisa, if what are really the key ingredients of embodiment? Tapos, what is the why? Why is the community crucial? And what does it look like right now, present? Okay, let's start with the five, the six elements. Yeah. And there are many. Anybody would <laughs> say anything, uh -huh. right? Well, first is the breath. The breath moves the body, yeah? And then what happens after that? There was another thing that was I, among all the elements, because when I was running through your questions, among all, the, among all the information that I found about these elements, I, I, I like this the most. Hold on, please. I'm sorry. I should be... Um... Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Microphone has changed to, can you hear me? Um. Yes. Okay, I can hear you. But my right one doesn't hear you, but that's all right. The breath, the movement, the sound. And then the, the fourth one will be, and that's the awareness. The sound, you understand why, right? Correct. Because. I can hear you. Um, you mentioned no, about awareness, the breath. The sound, yeah. Hey, Jen. Hold on, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I do this all the Okay. Yung lalagyan ito. Baka nasa kawarto ko, please. I can't hear you. Hold on. Yung maliit na white. 
Baka nasakana ko. I think my Bluetooth... I can hear you clearly. Yeah, yeah. But I can't hear you. Sandali. So guys, while waiting for teacher Marisa, so if you're if you have some questions on embodiment and about the third chakra, which is the solar plexus, feel free to message and then we'll read out the questions to her. And also um, just enjoy this Friday evening with us with Chakra Yoga Studio. And thank you so much once again, guys, for really supporting us. This is our anniversary special at the same time because last year we were supposed to really open up the physical space but pandemic happened and we are very grateful for all the support and for all the guest teachers that have been guesting us with the chakra chat the chakra chatter and also everyone who've helped us in this journey with the chakra yoga studio community so thank you thank you so much everyone we owe you that really enormous support and of course um um just also to plug we'll be having free classes and coming in 26 because that is like an anniversary special for us so, so it's a weekend 26 27 28 feel free to join in with us so all right teacher marisa is back here Um, these are the six elements of um, embodied, an embodied human being, right? And then the feel sense, the awareness. And then there's you, a complete acceptance of you and a complete acceptance of the other. Did you know that? Actually, yeah, I know some of it, but I don't know with the, I didn't know about the you and the acceptance. It's very important if you're going to check it, uh, what is really embodiment. So the awareness, the breath, sound. Uh, it begins with the breath. Yeah. It begins with the breath. And then the breath has you moving. Mm. And then in that movement, we make sounds. Ah. Mm -hmm. Like when we're angry, like these are like primal stuff that gets us embodied, like Uri, or whatever it is that we like to say. Ewan. Sounds. Sound is so important. And then, be in agreement with you. In agreement with you. That is so key being embodied, that you embrace these broken parts of you, the part uh, of course, along with that, is that you embrace that amazing, miraculous, absolutely brilliant part of you. And Precisely. when you can do no. that, from without, you can accept me in all my fragmentation, and in all my beauty. But first, you got to give it to you. 
but you won't have that unless you have the awareness. Because Correct. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's okay now. Uh, but sometimes, medyo nawawala-wala. But the... Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, way better. Way better? Yeah, because a while ago, the, the sound is just a normal voice, but right now it's louder. So you mentioned about breath, awareness, movement, sound, and then you. Okay. Okay, go ahead. I'm so sorry. And then the awareness, and then the. That's Um. Acceptance of you and the other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do we cover that? Now we're gonna go move towards where. All right, teach. And also, um, um, I just want to know more on this specific question that why is the community really crucial on using embodiment? You mentioned some of it a, a while ago, but do you have any other explanation to this? And what does it look like at present? Yeah. Community, like, um, you know, I saw this in the Catholic um in Catholicism, yeah? Um, Denise is one Denise, you, you, uh, teacher Yuela, her grandmother looks 60, she's almost 90, 80, 90. Why is she at the church? When I was in the States, I went to a lot of yoga studios. I said the Kundalini, so the Kundalini people, they sat to each other and they they had eating together, they did things together, they chanted together. I ended up stuck there two to three classes a day, four to five days a week. I literally had to quit my job. I said, Oh, I like it. I'll just stay here. Yeah. Where did you get all your energy? <laughs> I'm willing to do yoga. Yeah. Right? Getting replenished. And you really don't know what to do with all that when you've integrated the Kundalini energy. Like even when you do your, your other yoga, it gives you an awe. I think the Kundalini is a little bit, it really gives you an awe. Because it makes you do things. That's how you. I remember when I started, the, the community is so important because it holds you in place. It holds space for you when you're weaker. And it's right. a platform to express yourself when you need to get creative. 
It bounces off ideas with you. It nurtures you. It holds space for you. It's something you can count on. And I think it's crucial. I think it's crucial to everything. If you're a corporation, you've got to have a tight culture, community of workers that, you know, they can grow together, breathe together. It's crucial. And where are we at right now? <clears throat> Another elephant in the room. When I came home nine years ago, I saw the yogi. So fantastic. Yeah. You can do the answers. You're so beautiful. It's almost like karaoke. I like to describe it as karaoke. We do poverty. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heart song. I couldn't really understand that. Like, <laughs> you know, the lack of authenticity. We shortchange ourselves. And not just us, Americans are doing it too. Other right. countries, I just don't understand why. Some more, like you would ask me for a dollar and give me something like 10, 12 cents worth. But you're selling me on the dollar, it's going to lack like a hundred dollars, but it's going to last for five dollars. And it's like, oh, why? Why can't you just tell me, I'll tell you $100 worth, but your actual quality will be $5. What's the point, right? Yeah, why? absolutely. But we do that. It, it seems to be the default. I, that's why I have a problem with the hustle. I'm hustling. But your hustle, you know? Yeah, I had some reflections on what you mentioned a while ago, Tisha. Yeah, I really agree to that. And also, um, to mention about community, I agree with what you said that it is really important during the pandemic because there is a time that you um community has connection already. So it's very important that really need to continue and build more in the community because. I, uh, you mentioned some good words that you nurture and then if you can, uh, these are the, the, the community is the one that you have to go to. So it's basically very, very important really right now. And I agree in so many ways about your definition on the, the cruciality of community. All right, Teach Marisa, we'll now move forward to the next question. I'm really interested on how do we use the solar plexus chakra, the I can seat of soul as a player on this? If you notice, I don't know about other practices. I, I'm not too informed. But Kundalini is Hatha based, right? We do the breath of fire. Yeah. A lot of pumping of the navel because we keep waking it up. Right? And part of the solar plexus and leg lifts. Leg lifts. One, two, three. You know? And then we do a lot of diaphragmatic breathing to wake that up. Why? Because those we call the first, second, third of chakra. That's the few ones. The root, you're grounded in the earth, it supports you. The navel chakra, the point of creation. And I am. 
your power, your personal power. So we call it the lower triangle. If you're just in the lower triangle, you're like all this third worldly stuff. You are of the world, easily distracted, money, power, I don't care about you. Nothing wrong with that. It's just that our jewels belong here, the jewel, right? Because all that jewel, all that money we spend will come up. Look away can the diaphragm is the biggest muscle in our body. We must protect that. So we want to cultivate that. It's our digestive bias. It's what gives us that will since it's the gas, it will enter through the cosmic heart, will unleash the throat. You know how aggressive we are. So when you have yeah, you know that you're woo maybe that's my posture in your Um you know that you know that no matter how sexy and how amazing you are you with the yoga, if you are not able to breathe into what you believe in, you know you've got a weak chakra, navel chakra. You don't have the power to bring to life. What it is that you like to talk about? <laughs> Actually, um, that was very uh, a reflection, and it's really true that um, when tama yun eh, super tama ng sinabi mo pa, na paisip ako na oh my god, this is really like um, some thoughts is very important, and for the practitioners also, de ba? Na importante siya na you need to cultivate, and yung kanina na mention mo it's very very um, necessary and then also teach um just to cut you off for this i want to say hi to teacher denise teacher yuewa um sabi niya, you look so radiant teacher marisa thank you teacher yuewa for watching us here and join us because pa coming questions if you have questions feel free to message in the comment section so to yeah, she's watching right now and she messages. Teach I will forward with a question. I want to know um how to be authentically embodied. I thought this is the word itself palam, authentically embodied. Okay. Yung mga tips non. You know, you're so quick to say, you got to be doing this. This is the way to do it, but you don't do it. You know? Like, you got to act right, but you don't act right. You have to honor yourself enough. You have to love yourself enough to be that person for you. And then you become authentic. You become real. You, you learn to feel. You, you cultivate the grit. To withstand the lies you've told yourself. That's the first that's the first layer really when you confront the lies because of the conditioning and when you confront the lies you've told yourself the lies you bought into because it hurt or because you didn't have the coping skills to do it. 
Then uh, a beautiful book is The Velveteen Rabbit. I although I, I differ, like how do you when you get loved and you're seen, you get all factored. You don't have to get all factored. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh. Hey, alam. Ah, maraming ano eh, maraming maraming kwento. Templates, old archaic templates that no longer serve us. The world has changed so much. I've been looking for a job. Now I have to come up with an interview like this. Like I'm talking to someone and I'm not like, I'm adjusting. At my age, I'm almost 60. I don't feel like it, but you know. Really? I just turned 59. Oh my God, I didn't know. Promise, I thought you're younger, like 40s or way younger. Well, that's radiantly. Okay. <laughs> so to continue, teach, nagulat lang ako, ay, na parang, okay, magsi 60 ka na pala. Oh my God. You know, um, the other day, last week, someone interviewed me and he said something to me like, I would like to us to work a long time together. I said, a long, it's long. I'll be 70 in 10 years. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, like, long, it's long. <laughs> but I, that was, that's the gift of authenticity and embodying. When I switch from the 3D world or the corporate world, come on, I, I grew up in the 80s, 90s, 2000s. I was insanely wild. I was really of the world. I did everything. When I switched lanes, what about the spirit? I told myself, oh, I just got done wearing costumes. I don't want to wear them anymore. If I go over here, this is exactly what I'm doing. And I'm doing it by the book. I didn't know it was called embodiment. No? Not okay. I got so tired of the BS I told myself and the life I walked into, the little games I played, I just wanted to keep it simple. And I crammed to that. It just served me well. I, uh, I have peace at night. I cross my teeth between messing with you and acting right or just acting right. <laughs> Correct. And also, um, Teacher Marisa, Teacher Wewa me um, mentioned here, Kundalini Yoga makes you look and feel young forever. Well, yeah. look at you at your age. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, I, I have a question here. In my, this is like a thought that I actually wrote it kanina before the pre-show. I want to know, uh, since we're discussing on the authentically embodied, you've mentioned a while ago what is really embodiment. I'm kind of curious if what really um, the Kundalini practice differs from the other styles that others are practicing right now, um, just for the viewers. Well, this is the right? Yeah. So, it never repeats. The difference is it's a fast track. So Russell Brand called it the crack cocaine of the yoga world. The Kundalini here, I don't think it's that because it has a base. It's not that much different. However, because 
it's all hands on deck. It will expect you to breathe. It will move your body. It will have you breathing. It will have you chanting. Again, accessing all parts of you. It will have you feeling. Correct, correct, correct. quite well rounded. Then there's the active and passive meditation. And that is a Kundalini class. It's never just asana. It's never just breathing. It's a holistic approach. And it's precisely yeah. It's different. Other than I find it really, really creative. I don't see a lot of dancing. Coming up with a song for mantra. Imagine coming up with a there's probably only two, three versions. Now the mantras, whoo, there's so many versions. So um, before we really go further, um, Marisa, I want to know as well. So if ever, um, like this is for like new to yoga or new to the practice, um, that who wants to try Kundalini Yoga, what would be your best advice? Buy a 10 class pass at the very minimum, five class pass. Attend, actually, buy a 10 class pass. Attend mm. week. Do not put yourself through the once a week. Because it's an energetic bank account. How else Correct. do you feel like, where do I get the energy? Because I'm at it every single day. I put in. I can't buy it in the store. You understand? Even 10, 20 minutes. Yes, I it. get it. Yeah. I need the choice. Embody the choice. I'm going to go into wellness and I'm going to do some yoga. I am going to commit to this for a period of time. It doesn't have to be the It can be any practice. But give yourself enough time. Don't decide the first three. It's hard enough that when you come into a yoga class, that you cannot come back. You know, you have every single intention. And then the world comes for you by default. So, I would really suggest that when you make that commitment, is that you honor yourself. And because the first part, uh, there are seven steps to happiness in the Kundalini Yoga way. And the first part is commitment. It doesn't have to be Kundalini. It doesn't have to be yoga. But you know in your life, for you to hold a job, for you to have chakra studio, first you must commit. Unwavering. It's not because the mood, the mood is there long after the mood has left you. The my Kundalini practice had me chanting and the community had me and the beautiful yeah. and had me busy enough that I showed up. They showed up for me, I showed up for them. And True. Well, don't get me wrong, huh? because, you know, I'm in a challenging time of my life right now. And the people who support me are not practicing Kundalini. Not more, most of them are not. These are people who are not even yogis. But they are embodied by whatever belief systems that they have. No. Okay. I think that that is the best self-love we can commit to in a short human lifetime. Super. Tamaka. 
nagsusulat nga ako ngayon eh. I'm taking down notes. Parang, oh my God, those are like wisdom. Give yourself enough time. Honor yourself. Really commit yeah. to it. Yeah. Commit to it. Commit to it. Not during the mood. Awareness is that enlightenment. When I started with this crazy awakening, and all my lies were brought forth, and it came one at a time. Remember, they said peeling of the onion, and then there's nothing there. I, after a while, I got so tired of like, oh gosh, that wasn't true. Oh gosh, that wasn't true. I sat there and I said, okay, everything that's not true, I'm going to look at it all in one go. I can't do this one, one day at a time. <laughs> and you know, that's liberation. If you delay that work, you will delay your own freedom. Will you, if you have don't, my, my issue back then was, wow, this is enlightenment. I gotta be like this 24 hours a day? You know, because I had my own stories running. Right, and I loved it. I'm like, don't I get a break? I'm like 7-Eleven. I'm like always awake. I was complaining even with that. Oi, totoo yon. Just ko kailangan natin yun. Kailangan din ng pahinga, kasi de ba? Rest is important. I thought, yeah, but this time you never want to be in that world. After. A period of time, you will see that the nice, the cheap thrills that we get, the, the power plays that we play with ourselves and with each other, I got worse. The joy, the overwhelming, ecstatic joy of being real and being grateful and being fully appreciative that there's just a recognition. That one that we only have one moment. The only thing really real is this moment. This discussion, if it if it is embodied, it is the prayer, it is the meditation, and this will create the future. This will grow in you. It will grow in me. It will grow in anyone who is. Super agree, and also um on what I've read as well on embodiment teach um. Just to share it to our viewers as well. It is a way to heal yourself and a tool to self-actualization. So it is really, really important. And we do hope that people will really have to embrace that embodiment within them. So we get do real. Yeah. The real one. Yeah. Authentically. We are embodied anyway. But without the awareness, how embodied I am. Am I embodied by my worldly want? And that's okay, provided you know. You're just not drifting. Are you embodied by your worry? And you probably would say, or are you embodied by your anger? And you'd probably say, yes, I am. All right, do you want to keep at that? Because this life within, the, the constant is change. That's why awareness is key. If you are aware, okay, I want to be angry for 10 more years. I want to be unforgiving for 10 more years. Or I want to be unforgiving for the next, for the rest of this lifetime. Then you are free. You are unforgiving, you're hurting yourself. You will not, because it's from within and without. 
you will be compelled. Even if you don't want to hurt me, you will hurt me. And, you know, hurt people hurt people. I agree to that. Parang, oh my God, <laughs> I don't know. Um, just an, I know. Um, a while ago during the practice when we first started, um, I think I have some. Maybe it's with the pandemic or something that we're experiencing, or perhaps it's the other way around. It's the you've mentioned about tears of joy a while ago, or tears of gratitude that I've experienced. So. Um, thank you so much for that. And before we really go into, I, I have a special segment, by the way, teach for this. So I'm gonna throw some questions later. But that's the last part before we go into. Um, we'll be having a sound, right? Uh, a short one. So um, you've mentioned a while ago about awakening. So I want to know, and for the benefit of our viewers as well, how to really cultivate. Awakening. Hot. We're all plugged into this ether. Lots of thoughts coming in. Yeah? They're all invitations. Do you want to get upset? Do you want to work on deeper? Do you want to feel? Do you want to their invitation. An awakening can start. It is born out of the soul, out of the spirit. When it's ready, it's always there. Mine accelerated through the practice of yoga. I didn't know I was awakening and um, until it got weirder and weirder. But before that awakening, it's you looking at, it's a disparity. It's a pairing up of the old world that you want to know. So before, <laughs> we saw, you know, it's a destructive process. It, that's why when you go to yoga, like when you were starting when you were doing that, it was the initiation, a glimpse, a glimpse of the holiness within you. Now, if you cultivate that and you keep showing up, it will become louder and it will become more real than the busyness. I have to do this, I have to do that, da, 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 all the busyness. So the business and the noise, yeah. Commit to a practice. You commit to you. You have to make contract with you. That come hell or high water, no matter by design, the world will call you. It gives you so many things to do. Your job is to mature you. That is where you power it. To mature you, to be born out of wisdom, to see clearly. To me, the fastest way is yoga, because the sweating, the sweating. What, two hours to commit to that? No big deal. Two hours, five years of your life? Nothing. Actually, super true, yeah. Diba? 
we all ha- I really love that you mentioned about the disparity and also the disruptive process because it's really true na that is really the path that uh, na mo eh. so I also love the the word that you the phrase I mean the commit to you so that's really something you only have you <laughs> Uh, I posted something, right? Be yes. that one. Yeah. Three. Be the start of something. All right, Teach Marisa. So before we go to the to the special part, which is the gong sound, um, I'll be asking you. This is like some fun part of the discussion to lighten up the mood for our evening in this chakra chat Friday with you, and. I'll be asking you some questions and just finish the sentence. All right? So I have some few here that I prepared specially for this chakra chat. Okay, Teach Marisa. So the first question is, what would be the first thing that you will do after the pandemic? Go to the beach, maybe? Yes, of course. All right, second question. The greatest learning for 2020 is? Acceptance of what is. Next. Super true. Super true, yeah. And in, in all forms, diba. Right? Ito naman. If I could relieve one moment, that would be blank. <laughs> A big love. Aww. 90s or something. Yeah. All right. Okay, next question. I am most inspired when complete the phrase. When the students are. Committed. I love that also because commitment is very, very important. You said commit to you. So yeah. All right, next. Uh, okay, this is kind of, you can longer your answer to this. Can you tell us how you do your inner dialogue? Ooh. My inner dialogue? Is that, I don't know when it happened, but it happened where finally the thinking stops. So, I listen to mantras all day. It's been 20 years of listening to mantras all day. 24-7 without turning it off. So, I don't have a lot of inner dialogue. However, it used to be harsh. Marisha, do this, Marisha, do this, Marisha, do this. I, I have like a commando in there. The commando is no longer that much of a commando. It's gotten gentle. And we can now have a discussion. 
we can have a legitimate conversation where we're not asking each other. Finally, um, I have a lot of conversations with God. It's really my thing. Uh, there's a running joke where, you know, when the students complain, people complain. I'm like, there's a line. You can write your complaint form, give it to God. If you want me to change, I'm sure I hear about it. Amano. Okay. All right. So I have a last one before we really, really wrap up the show. So for my last question, favorite part of the day is blank. My favorite part of the day is dusk. The early morning. Yeah. I'm not a sun person. So I like those. Not the tanghaling sapat, no. Not the real break of the morning. That cool part mm. of the morning. Morning has broken. Totoo, no? It's way different waking up at that time and then, you know, the silence. It's... I love the silence. Yeah. I agree to that too. Okay, Teacher Marisa, so be... Um, just to set up the tone of everyone, I uh, just want to check some comments here. So, hi to teacher JC Dillion. He also commented, uh, Namaste hands. Thank you, teacher JC, for watching together with teacher um, Denise. Thank you so much. So, um, I just want to ask you if ever that you have an online classes going on, it's your time to promote as well if you have an upcoming event with Anamkara. So, it's your time to plug in. Any upcoming events for Teacher Marisa? Um, I have, I'm, I'm not actually in CBS. I'm still learning the team. It might be getting on my iPad. Yeah. But right now, I like to do live classes. And so far, how long has the... How long has the... Quarantine been or... Don't it's more than a year already. It, it's just, yeah. No one has gotten sick. Not that we are careless. I'm not saying it's not real. Correct. It's, it's too much. Not, it's globally happening. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pro honoring safety, adhering to safety standards. I'm pro, because I'm pro community. Right? I'm pro life classes. I teach Sunday to Thursday, and right now, I'm looking for a job, so I'm hardly teaching. I think that my next step, I will still be teaching, but I want to do, as, as geriatric here is my yoga, and, and uh, this cannot be ignored, and I hope that people will hear me when I say this. If you ever get the opportunity to take care of your parents, and be that Parents, you know, have diapers. I've told you about diapers, milk, and her daily schedule, right? Seize the moment. Carpe pumpkin. It is the most honorable job to be endowed, you know, for a parent to surrender. To surrender and say, you're in charge. 
it's ineffable. There's just no words. In the day to day, I used to say that it's the age of a, um, I, I call it now the age of innocence. Because just the innocence, the innocence in their eyes. They're like little children. It's not to be missed. You've had boy, you've been a child. It's not to be missed. It's not to be missed in a person's lifetime. Participate in geriatric care. It's as beautiful as child rearing. It's as beautiful. It's the most amazing friendship. It's the most amazing relationship. Whether you like your parents or not, don't miss it. Don't miss it in a human lifetime. Oh, that's that's very noble. Uh, I, you know, I, I came to ponder about it because I'm especially right now. I'm um, we are in the family also taking care of my grandma. So, you know, it's, yeah, I really agree to that. And bless you for that. It's definitely, you know. Spend time with her. Sit with her. Laugh, talk, do whatever. <laughs> Teach them. Mom, it's so amazing. Because, you know, sometimes they become the unnoticed, the forgettable. And they have so much to teach. There's so much innocence to emitting, you know, coming out through them. There's so much wisdom coming through them if you can tune into it. All right. Thank you so much once again, Teacher Marisa. So um, for the last part, this is our very special gift to our viewers. So we will be um, allowing you for to close and seal this chakra chat with us. We're doing the sound, yeah? Yes. All right. Um, hold on. Can we do, can we breathe? Can we shake the hand? And I want you to do this, please. I want you to do a half moon, right? Okay, let me see. Let me see if you can hear that. No, Uh-huh. Hold on. Manipura. We're with Manipura, yeah? All right. Let's do it. Inclusion and intuition. Let me see if you can hear this. Can you hear that? I don't know if it's kind of playing. Oh, well. Hold on, I'm sorry. Okay. Please come to your right. Um, right ear, the right shoulder. And turn, inhale. Exhale, left ear to the left shoulder. On your exhalation, 
the stomach contracts towards your spine, lengthening the spine. Inhale, left ear, left shoulder. Lower the right shoulder. And exhale, right to left. Four times. In. Exhale. And X.
Thank you so much, Teacher Marisa. Thank you for being with us on this Friday habit for our chakra chat. Thank you, thank you. And then as you mentioned a while ago, Satnam and Namaste. Bye-bye. Good night.